that as we uh, look through and study through the gospel writings that there are uh, many, many stories of the events of the life of Jesus. But this story begins at the very beginning of the life of Jesus here on earth. And this morning I want to share with you a message entitled, God's Christmas Presence. Not E-N-T, but uh, E-N-C-E, God's Christmas Presence this morning. Uh, I was talking with someone this week, and, um, and they made a statement to me that I found very interesting. They said to me that they didn't feel that their boss liked them. And uh, I thought about that for a little bit, and I said, well, what, what do you base that on? Why, why do you feel that your boss doesn't like you? And uh, they made this statement, I could sense the absence of his presence. And I thought about that, I could sense the absence of his presence. Have you ever been with someone physically? But you just could sense they weren't there. Their mind, everything else was somewhere else. They, they weren't connected to you. They weren't, uh, weren't uh, involved with you. They weren't giving you their attention. Uh, they, they were just somewhere else. Physically they were there, but they weren't with you at all. And, and when we experience that, it sometimes or oftentimes makes us feel unimportant. It makes us feel insignificant. Uh, it makes us, us feel as, as though there's something missing or something absent or wrong. I could sense the absence of his presence. And that's a good description of some relationships. That there, there just isn't that connection. There just isn't that, that commitment to, to one another in that moment to be there, to be present, to communicate to one another. In a close relationship, however, exact, exact opposite is true. And we desire those close relationships. We desire relationships where, where we know that the person is there, where we feel that they are present, that they're hearing what we're saying, that they're feeling what we're sharing, that there is a connection that is taking place, that we are acutely aware of their presence. And we know that they are there and, and connected to everything that's taking place. We desire that in our spiritual life. Sometimes we may not recognize it as such, but we desire that in our spiritual life. We want a relationship with the Lord that we feel that He is present that He is with us, that He's involved in, in everything that we're doing in our life, in every step that we're taking, in every direction that we're going, that, that He is aware of us and that He is connected to us and, and that He is present in our lives. Well, when we stop and think about it, that's what Christmas is really all about. It's about the presence of God and what that means to us and how it impacts our life. Matthew chapter 1 begins the story of the birth and the life of Jesus, beginning in verse 18. Listen to what it says. Now, 
the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. So here's the story of Jesus coming into the world. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, engaged if you would, before they came together she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, desired to put her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for that which has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for it is he who will save his people from their sins. Let's stop right there. We're going to pick up and look at a little bit more in, in that chapter and those verses toward the end of the chapter in just a moment. But, but let's stop right there. Let's set the stage for these events and, and this story. Two very ordinary people living their lives in a very ordinary way. Joseph was a working class, single adult from the village called Nazareth. In that village is just west of the southern tip of the Sea of Galilee, a little ways up into the mountains, headed to nowhere. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those places that unless you're going there, you're not ever going to go by there. It's not any place significant or important in any way. And he is engaged to this woman who, who he desires to be his wife. And they are looking forward to being married to one another. And one day she comes to Joseph and she says, I'm pregnant. Joseph knows 100% without any doubt it's not his child. And so we find him in this text and he is considering or wondering how he should Respond to this, what he should do. Think about it for just a moment. Think about the heart of Joseph. Think about the commitment, the faithfulness of Joseph. It says here that he desired not to embarrass her. He desired not to shame her. And he was considering, what are my options? What can I do in this situation? And in the midst of that thinking and pondering and wondering about what he can do and what, how he can respond, an angel comes to him in a dream. And the angel announces to him that he should not hesitate or be afraid to take Mary as his wife. Because what has been conceived in her is not of any human being. So in other words, the angel is saying to Joseph, Joseph, she's not been unfaithful to you. There's not another guy. There's not anything of that nature going on. What has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. This is the design of God. This is the plan of God. Two ordinary people living ordinary lives. And yet God chooses to do something extraordinary in their lives. And He has gone to extraordinary lengths 
in order to have a relationship with you and I. This is part of his plan and his effort to have a relationship with you and I. To be able to be present in our lives. This is his effort. An extraordinary effort to plant a child in the womb of Mary. To choose Joseph to be his earthly father. To bring about what has been prophesied for years and years to come. And this is God's plan. And so there are two things that I want us to take away today about God's Christmas presence. The first one is this. God promises His Christmas presence. God promises His Christmas presence. Let's look again at the text and read there together. Notice what it said. Verse 22. Now, all of this took place that what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet might be fulfilled saying. All of this took place in order to fulfill the promise of God, the prophecy of God that has been spoken throughout the course of history in order that God could fulfill His plan. And so God promises His Christmas presence. The angels explained the unexpected baby, and they explained it this way. It's God's plan. It is is God's destiny and plan for our lives. But when he had considered, look at verse 20 again, Consider this, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For that which has been conceived in her is by the Holy Spirit. And she will bear a son. And you shall call his name Jesus. For it is he who who will save his people from their sins. Now, all of this, notice what he says, all of this took place that what has been was spoken by the Lord through the prophet might be fulfilled, saying. In other words, God has promised in ages past, and he has fulfilled that promise in the birth of Jesus. He has provided for us a Savior who will take away the sins of the world in order that we might have a connection with Him, in order that we might have a relationship with Him, in order that we, we might feel His presence and know that He is with us. Christmas is a miracle. Christmas is a miracle. I was watching the news this morning, and there was a, a gentleman... And, uh, and his sister was in one of the buildings that had collapsed, the, the, uh, the candle factory. And they were interviewing him, and, and he doesn't have any other family other than his sister. No one is left in his family but he and his sister. And, and he said this, he said, I am hoping for a miracle. Holding out... Hope that there may be some miracle that his sister somehow might have survived this catastrophe. What I would share with you this morning is that Christmas is a miracle. It is God intervening in human history as never before. He leaves the throne room of heaven and the perfectness of the kingdom of heaven. 
to come to this earth. And He comes in order to be able to establish a relationship with you and I. To come to be with us this promise of His Christmas presence. The second thing that I see is that God personalized His Christmas presence. God personalizes His Christmas presence. That's personal. Listen to what it says again in the text. I think this is so important for you and I to gather that we don't miss the importance of this. Notice what he says when we pick up again in verse 23. Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and she shall bear a son, and they will call his name Emmanuel, which translated means what? God with us. I don't know how much personal it could be. He says that I choose to come be with you. I choose to leave heaven. I choose to leave the the perfectness of the kingdom of heaven. And I come and I choose to be with you. That is one of the most personal commitments. One of the most personal presence, if you would, in all of, of history. Is that God says His name will be Emmanuel, which translated means this. God is with us. God is present. He, he, he understands how you feel. He knows when you hurt. He celebrates with your joy. He struggles with your sickness. He is with us. He is present. God came and He chose to come to, to, in order to be present with us to help us solve our biggest problem. And we look around the world today and, and there are some big problems. Our biggest problem is not the economy. It's not COVID. It's not racism. It's not global warming. It's not terrorism. It's not cancer. Our biggest problem is sin. And He came in order to solve that problem. He chose to leave heaven and come to earth, God with us, in order to help us solve the problem of sin in our life. And He gave us an avenue and a way in which we can do that. And He desires to be with us to help us fix what we cannot fix on our own. We need Him to help us solve our sin problem. And thankfully, He chose To come to earth to help us do just that. And that's as personal as it can get. God said, I know you need help in solving your sin problem. And you can't do it on your own. And I'm not going to send somebody else and trust them to do it. I'm coming myself. And he showed up in a big way. And, And when he came in a big way, he came to earth in order to help us solve our sin problem. Let's go back to the text and see what it says in regards to that today. Picking up again in verse 21 and reading down. And it said, And she shall bear a son, for it is he who will say, because you'll call his name Jesus, for it is he who shall save his people from their sins. It's God's plan. It's God's design. He desires to be present with us in order to help us solve a problem. And the problem is sin. And he said, he's going to deliver them. He's going to be the one that takes away the sins of the world. 
Now, all this took place, as we've already read, that was spoken by the Lord through the prophet that might be fulfilled, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. Now, listen to what happened. Joseph arose from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took her and his wife and kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son and he called his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. God's presence makes all the difference in our lives. We desire to have a relationship that we know His presence and and that we feel His presence and we experience His presence. We desire a relationship in which we can be known by Him and we can know Him. And in that we know that He is here to help us solve the greatest problem in our life and that's the problem of sin. And so it is a relationship that that we sense the presence of His presence. Not, as my friend said, I sense the absence of His presence, but that we might sense the presence of His presence. That we might know that He is God with us and that He is living with us. And He came to be with us and promised that. And at this Christmas season, I want to encourage you. The simple truth from God's Word is that God had a plan to send His Son as a baby. Why? Why did He come as a baby? Why why didn't He come with power? Why, Why didn't He come with majesty? Why didn't He come as a ruler? The Scripture says that He has experienced every temptation that you and I have experienced, and yet without sin. There's a purpose for His coming as He did. In order that he might be vulnerable, in order that he might be weak, in order that he might need someone to nurture him and care for him and bring him up in life. Why? So that we can say, we can't say at some point in our life, well, he was never a kid like I was a kid. And we can't say at some point in our life, he was never a teenager like I was a teenager. Everything. Everything that we've experienced in life, he's experienced. Yet without sin. He never yielded to that temptation to sin. Why? So that we can know His presence and know that He's been where we are and and He understands where we are. And because of that, He loves us, He cares about us, and He wants to be with us to help us solve the biggest problem in our life. And then He wants to help us to continue to live faithfully for Him. And so this Christmas, I want to encourage you that It's not about the decorations. It's not about the presence, E-N-T-S. It's about His presence. It's about His being with us and us being known by Him and knowing Him and experiencing God's plan to come to earth to be with us. And so this morning we're going to offer an invitation here. And we want to invite you, if there's a decision in your life, if there's something that you're struggling with, if there's something that you need His help with, to know He's present. He's here. He's with us. And He desires to help us in our life. 